Welcome to Corey's Conscious Living Podcast, where you'll find bedtime stories for children of all ages. Are you ready to meditate with Kari? Make sure that you're all snuggly and comfortable in your bed. We don't want anything disturbing you. So make sure that you've gone to the bathroom, you're wearing your comfortable pajamas, and you're ready to relax your body and let go of a very busy day. Stephanie had just got home from going swimming. She'd been swimming lately, a new thing. She joined a swim club. She was good at swimming, but she wasn't like the best swimmer in the world. At times, she looked at all the others in the group that had been there a lot longer and wished that maybe she was older or maybe it was more in the future when she was really good at swimming already. But wishes don't make things always come true, do they? And Stephanie realized that in the real world, Sometimes you have to work hard at something to make yourself better. You have to practice. You have to be dedicated. The biggest, biggest, biggest thing that you have to do is be consistent. So you have to keep trying all the time and practicing all the time. And Stephanie knew this, but still she wished that she could fast forward in time to when possibly she was winning gold medals at the Olympics. She was laid on her bed, feeling tired. She decided to go into her bathroom and have a shower and wash all the chlorine out of her hair and clean up and put her pajamas on as it was nighttime. She did all of that and then she sat down at a dressing table and started to brush the lugs out of her wet hair. She thought about brushing her hair 100 times. She read that in a book a long time ago. She was trying to remember the name of the book. She wasn't sure if it was Anne of Green Gables whether it was the little sisters seven sisters oh she couldn't remember she decided to count in her head and start to brush her hair 100 times apparently it's supposed to make your hair grow faster and really healthy and shiny she'd like that 49 50, 51, 52. She got sidetracked in her mind and started thinking about 
going to Moonbow Forest. She missed Luna. Maybe she could go to Rainbow Forest just for a little bit. She got a lot of homework and she needed to get up early in the morning for swim class once again. Sometimes the class was in the evenings and sometimes it was really early in the morning before school even started. She thought, I could just go for a little bit, tell Luna all about my new swimming class and just catch up on each other and how we are. She put down her hairbrush and opened a jewelry box that was on her dresser. And there were her magical earrings. She put the left one in first and then reached back in her jewelry box and grabbed hold of the other one and put that in her right ear. And then she closed her eyes and started to feel all the normal feelings. Her body started to tingle like there was a rush of a gentle vibration of electricity running through from her head to her toes, down her arms into her fingertips. It was especially strong in her hands today. It was buzzing all through her body like a magical surge of energy, a rush of just a slight feeling of what Moonbow Forest feels like when you're there. She smiled gently with her eyes still closed and then her nose started to twitch. This always made her eyes run a little bit. It tingled and itched and twitched and tickled all at the same time. And just as she was reaching up to rub her nose because it was tickling so much, she saw the veil. A familiar veil from one world into another, there in front of her face. She moved the veil across and noticed that everything looked very, very different. She stepped forward and didn't feel anything underneath her feet. And then all of a sudden she got a rush, a strong rush that hit her stomach really fast and really hard. A rush and a feeling as if you're falling. She was falling really fast. She naturally started to grip the air as if she could grab hold of a side of something or grab a hold of something that was passing by, but everything was passing by so fast, so fast. All she could see were just ginormous, like trees. If you can imagine trees that ran up into the sky and never, never stopped. They just kept going and going and going. That's how big the trees were. She saw out of the corner of her eye in a frantic panic, a mountain 
that just kept going and going and going. She saw a bird that was enormous, but it never ended. It just kept going and going and going. She was screaming, and her screams were silent. Nothing was coming out of her mouth, just this panic. She was falling, but she wasn't falling to anywhere. It wasn't like the scenery around her was changing. It was like she was falling through a 10 million story building and everything looked the same in every, every floor. Again and again and again and again. It all looked the same as she was falling through it. The trees, the mountains, the big birds, the trees, the mountains, the big birds, the trees, the mountains, the big birds, nothing was changing. It was like she was still seeing the same trees. She was still seeing that same mountain. She was still seeing that same bird. And it was that big that she couldn't get from the start, from the beginning to the end. After a while, she stopped flailing her arms all over the place and she stopped screaming with no scream and she just kind of floated, falling through the air, super fast still, but she let go. She let go of all of her panic. You can only panic for so long. Stephanie was literally falling for what felt like hours. She was drained and exhausted. The adrenaline that was running through her body had subsided all the fear that was traveling through her body on the adrenaline had subsided. She found herself feeling nothing. She was just flatline. She wasn't scared anymore. She wasn't excited. She wasn't worried. She didn't feel anything. She wasn't even sure if that was scarier than feeling scared. Her whole body went limp and she just relaxed into the fall. Whatever happens, happens, she thought. If I land and that's it, then that's it. And as soon as she got to that place of complete surrender, everything stopped. She just hovered in space. The trees, the mountain, the bird just disappeared. It was like she was just floating in a white cloud. Time stood still. It felt like her heart stopped beating. She stopped breathing, she stopped blinking. Everything was on pause. She didn't even have any thoughts. She wasn't thinking anymore. Her mind was completely still, blank and empty. And then, 
It was like another veil moved in front of her face, another curtain that revealed a different time, a different dimension, a different space. The movement in front of her face caught her attention and it was like she snapped back into her body. She started to think once again. She felt the movement of her breath in her body, her heart beating. And as she looked forward, she saw Moonbow Forest. She saw Luna and her friends. She saw Nightingale, a nightshade, the other unicorns, just mingled in with the trees, doing their normal thing, as if it was just another day in Moonbow Forest. Stephanie's thoughts became clearer. She recognized the place. She thought, oh, I'm in Moonbow Forest. She felt her body again, like she was back in her body. She felt her feet on the grass, barefoot, soft, spongy grass underneath her feet. She took a big, deep breath and sighed. The familiar place felt like home. She had absolutely no clue what just happened to her. When she was recalling it in her mind, she thought, okay, I just fell and fell and fell and fell. And then I gave up and then I surrendered and then I stopped being scared. Time stood still. And now here I am in Moonbow Forest. None of it made any sense. She started to walk forwards towards Luna and Luna smelt her instantly, looked up and smiled. Welcome, Stephanie. We've missed you. All the other unicorns raised their heads, stopped munching on the grass and nodded in a gentle, friendly, hello kind of way and then resumed eating the grass once again. Luna started to walk towards Stephanie and Stephanie placed her forehead on Luna's forehead and they were silent for a second. Reconnecting. Their energies traveled through one another And Stephanie took another big, deep breath. You're not going to believe what just happened to me, she said to Luna. Stephanie started to explain everything that had just happened. Interesting, said Luna. What's going on in your world back home? Have you gone through any changes? Is everything okay? Stephanie told Luna, as they walked through the forest together, all about her new swim class. 
And then Stephanie remembered that what she was thinking just before she came was that she wished she could fast forward in time to a time when she was really good, where she didn't have to practice so much. To speed forward in time and just be good at something, good enough to win the Olympics, she said. Luna didn't know what the Olympics were, but she assumed it was something good. Luna said, So you want to be somewhere other than where you are right now in this moment? Is that the thing I'm picking up on? Is that what you're saying? Stephanie thought about it for a second and said, Well, I didn't realize that that's what I was doing, but I suppose I was just wishing time away. I was trying to jump into the future, trying to be someone else instead of being where I am right now. So yeah, I suppose so. Luna said, When everything stopped moving, when you stopped falling earlier, what did you feel? Stephanie said, I just gave in. I felt peaceful. And still inside. I just surrendered and thought, well, okay, this is what's happening. Might as well just go with it. Ah, said Luna, I think that's what's happened. You just discovered that you can't jump forward in time and wish yourself into another place. You can't really do that, can you? Because you have to surrender into where you are right now in the moment and just go with it. Stephanie said, you're saying that I should just be happy with doing day-to-day -day swim class and just get better and better every day and just take every day as it comes? Luna smiled and nodded her head and Stephanie knew exactly what she meant. She knew exactly why she just had that experience. That experience felt like she was going forward. She was going somewhere, fast, really fast. Maybe the universe just let her feel what it feels like to fast forward in time. It was scary, it was fast, she panicked, it didn't feel good. That's all she knew. And then when she stopped and just surrendered, Everything went back to normal. She felt peaceful again, in the moment. She realized that that's exactly what she needed to do with a new swim club. Just enjoy it from moment to moment. Luna said, Are you hungry? Oh, we have the best, best best new bark tree over there. Stephanie's attention perked up onto something new and very, very interesting. What do you mean a new bark tree? Luna said, 
it just started growing from nowhere. We call it the bark tree. You'll see in just a minute. They walked even further into, even deeper into Moonbow Forest until they came to this big, big brown tree. It didn't have any leaves. It was just branches. But it was the biggest, widest, round tree. It was like one of those trees that if you dug a hole in it, you could walk through it. It was that big. The trunk of the tree was absolutely enormous. And it looked like they'd started to dig a hole in it. Luna walked over to the tree and started munching on the bark. The more she munched, the more she exposed what was inside of the tree. Stephanie walked up closer and she got this sweet smell instantly that traveled up her nose and sent signals to her brain. This smells like... Is it caramel? No, is it is it maple syrup? No. Is it brown sugar? Oh, I can smell butter. Oh, I can smell chocolate. Luna said, just taste it. Stephanie took a bit of the bark of the tree and just bit it. She opened her mouth really, really wide and just bit the tree, just like Luna was doing. She heard a giggle, a strong, rumbly giggle. It was the tree. The tree was ticklish. <laughs> but it only did that when you bit it. She bit the tree again. <laughs> Luna said, yep, the tree likes it when you bite it. It was honeycomb. The tree was chocolate on the outside and honeycomb on the inside. The honeycomb was sweet and crispy when you bit into it. But then when you had it in your mouth, it melted. It was like everything she thought, brown sugar, maple syrup. It was like honey, caramel, everything that was good in the world right there in her mouth. And to boot, the bark tree liked to be eaten. Stephanie started laughing really loud and she bit the tree again and the tree went <laughs> Luna said, it's so funny, isn't it? Stephanie laughed and Luna laughed. And Stephanie was so pleased, so pleased that she decided to go to Moonbow Forest to see her friends. Luna always, always made her feel better. And of course, this new bark tree, well, she'll definitely be coming back for some more of that. Stephanie stayed with all of her friends for a while and then, just like that, she found herself back on her bed. 
She thought she'd best get up and brush her teeth. And when she looked in the mirror, she had chocolate all over her face. It made her smile. She brushed her teeth and got back into bed. And fell fast asleep very, very quickly. It had been a long day. And she'd learnt an important lesson. You can't rush through time to get what you want. You have to just take day by day and get better and better the more and more you try. The end. <laughs>